Hello and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And today we are recapping Pretty Little Liars. Well, I'm not articulating well. No, I clearly Ariana didn't do Grande. my tongue twisters this morning. Pretty Little Liars. Lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue, the lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. You try it. I'm, g- I'm good. Why? Because I don't want to. Your voice is your instrument too. <laughs> FYI, you don't just have to be a singer like me Mm-mm. to have a t- for it to matter, right? You're using your voice now, as you know. Some would say a, a gift, some would say a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Pretty Little Liars season three, episode five, six. No way, six. We did five last time. We did. Holy shit! Yeah, that girl was poison. I, did, I know what it was called, but I didn't know which number. I thought it and was And this four. one is called The Remains of the A. Oh, yes. I remember that one. You know, do you ever notice something that it's like kind of like I want. Okay. When I say we're your hosts, I'm like putting so much effort into that word. Hosts. Hosts. You are. I can but see. Like, I can like see it. Because that's like how you have to say it, though hosts hosts i think it's just because you like hit a higher frequency with your you have a more whistly i don't know but it feels like every time i do it i'm like don't fuck this up don't fuck this up (laughs) and every time she does (laughs) (laughs) holy shit sorry that just really hurt all right (laughs) that just actually really hurt (laughs) so um Um, how was your weekend it's fucking sunday it sucks although i guess every day is saturday for you you and G Daddy. Wait, speaking of G Daddy, G Daddy went rogue last <laughs> night on the iPhone. It's like midnight. I get a text from Phoebe saying G Daddy just, who is KK's husband, by the way. By the way, um, <laughs> she's like, G Daddy just requested my location and shared his. G Daddy lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Certainly doesn't know he's done this, right? And I'm immediately offended because he is not done so with me right and it then gets worse my husband anthony sends me a photo g daddy has shared his location with anthony and requested his <laughs> and anthony's like hell yeah and like she hell immediately yeah. shares it but like i'm sorry that's how i know it's an accident you're not asking my husband without me <laughs> not asking me for my location i'm offended g daddy Wait, I don't have it anymore. So he might have he might have caught himself. What if like he's he was like, oh darn, I made a mistake. And then he gets to Anthony and he pauses and he's like, ah, he's one of the guys. I'll just <laughs> he's one leave of the guys. him on my find my friends. Um. Anyway, sorry. How was your weekend? It was fine. I didn't really do much. Mom and I went to Topo yesterday, which was fire. Can I say something kind of problematic about Topo? No, never. I just went there too. Oh, what? Um, I hate these lids at Starbucks. Mine's weird today too. No, I've been feeling this way for a while. I've been keeping it in. the The mouthpiece is a little bit too big. All the ice goes through it, and like I don't want that. I want a straw in that case. And I, then do, I feel like a villain if I take a straw. I do agree, because ice does get in. But I, d- I, I like this lid so much more than the lid that they... Remember when it was, like, the big hole? Yes. I mean, this is better. But, but like... You just have to, like, position your mouth in the right way. I'm... I'm tra- But it's too much work. You know how much work a straw is? Zero. Yeah. Maybe you're lazy. I'm not lazy. 
Don't <laughs> ever fucking say that about me again. I am not lazy. Ask me what I've done today. What did you do today? Well, I'll tell you. I woke up, started making pulled pork, got out 12 pounds of pork shoulder and separated it into four pound bits. Then I got all the fat. I don't think those are bits. Four pounds of bits. (laughs) Chunks. (laughs) Hunks. Put two of them in the freezer. Chopped up an onion. I was going to sear the pork. Put it in the slow cooker. Making pulled pork tonight. I was going to say. 12 <laughs> i was like who is all this pulled pork <laughs> yeah no we went to costco so it's kind of like i know i facetimed caroline the other day i facetimed caroline the other day and she was in costco but sh- the way that she answered that it was like not super like the, there wasn't great connection so she was like cutting in and out and it looked like she was in home depot and imagine my surprise to see caroline answer a facetime and she's in a home depot okay, i've actually been in home depot like kind of a lot number one i'm an adult Adults have to go to Home Depot. <laughs> At okay? least once a month. When I was a kid, oh, oh I dad loved would be it. like, you want to go to the store? And he'd be like, yes, I want to go to the store. Oh, I love toys. Home Depot. And then he'd be like, Home Depot. I'd be like, no, no, <laughs> no. I hated Home Depot. Oh, we, do you like that? I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I loved going to Home Depot. <laughs> I want to die. I want to die. I want to die. Um, <laughs> I liked going to Home Depot for... What did you like to look at at Home Depot? I liked looking at the paints. Yes, the paints, okay. the lamps, and then they had this section where it's like where they displayed doors. Uh-huh, yeah. So it was like a little house or they, they would I love little house setups. I was, yeah. like, I was like, all right, if I have to go to Home Depot, first off, paint swatches. I'm taking 50. Then I'm going over to my little house, and I'm decorating it with my paint swatches. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing house. Yes. And find me here when you're ready to leave. Exactly. But don't expect me to, like... But then you know the sales associates are, like, so annoyed. They're like, can you, like, stop playing house in here? I'm trying to, like, sell a kitchen to somebody. <laughs> it's like, no, actually, this is my house, and stop trying to sell it, because I'll be back. Um, or sitting on the lawnmowers. Not me. That was fun. I've gone to Home Depot... Honestly, so many times in my adult life. And really, it all started when I did that, when I directed Once on this Island. Oh, fair. And I had to build the set, set, which is, just so you guys know, I'm not like a handy woman. I'm not really like. It was um, probably a little bit of a liability. Absolutely, <laughs> it was. Except you had dads come in and help you build the like platform. I did, yeah. Not our dad. But I was, li- no, not our dad. I was literally at like. I was at that school until like three in the morning, like nightly, just hanging vines from the walls and painting and like sawing things in half, like using a saw. I mean, I really honestly can't believe I did that when I was 22. It was a sleigh. It was a big sleigh. Anywho, um, but that, but then now as an adult, like I'll go for like, we went for like Christmas lights, you know, or things for like the yard or the house. Yeah, I bet you'll go to Home Depot in the next year. I'm putting money on it for you, specifically for you. Get me a gift card. No. Why would, what the fuck? <laughs> get me a gift card. <laughs> Why would I get you a gift card to a place that you're like, I would never go to there? No. <laughs> and I'm like, the- I bet you will. And you're like, okay, then get me a gift <laughs> card. It's like, if I'm going to get you a gift card, it's not going to be to Home Depot. I, I think you probably prefer it was just somewhere else. <laughs> um. So yesterday I got my nails done. Felt so good because it was dark over here. 
D- what was Cindy's reaction when she saw your nails? She was like, li- <laughs> so Cindy, I was like, sniss. <laughs> like snippy. I'm sorry, like I really can't breathe because my fucking allergies. I was like, Cindy, like something terrible happened to my kids. <laughs> she's like, she's like, girl, I know it's been a long time. And I was like, I know like way longer than usual. But I literally, since I had broken my nails, like they were so sore that I, and like, I was like, I could not go back. Like I had to wait for them to like be strong again because it hurt so bad. And um, so anyway, she's like, it's okay. We'll put tips on. I know you girl, you want sexy nails. And I was <laughs> like, you do know me girl. I do want sexy nails. And then, yeah, so anyway, but imagine this, guys, like white nails at at one time looked beautiful. Then I got two spray tans. Then um, I started just like breaking them, like, but bloody breaking them, like snapping off. Now there's also like blood in places I can't get out of my nails. And so I chopped all of them down. Anthony goes to hold my hand the other day in the car and he like jerks his hand back. (laughs) He goes, oh my God, your thumb. Sorry, I forgot. Thinking it was the one nail that I had ripped in half, like in front of him. And I was like, what? And he's like, I just forgot your nail. Like, it just scared me for a second. <laughs> and I like extended my whole hand. He was like, ah! <laughs> He was like, well, I don't think I've ever seen that from you for a long time. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It was bleak. It was bleak. So we're back to, I'm feeling brand new. We're feeling We're good. back to sexy nails. We're back to sexy nails. Um, Sexy, unique nails. Anyway. Son. I see this woman in the nail salon who her name is Peg and um, she is someone that like I don't even really know how I met her but, but everyone knows her but everyone knows her she lives on Kelly's family street so but I I don't know how I met her but she would always ask me and Kelly specifically to do like all these odd jobs like she texts us in a group chat like I need somebody to come teach a 5 a.m spinning class and so like I would do that um, I need people to come get CPR certified, whatever. So I go do that. I need um, someone to help me with my Facebook like business profile. Can someone help me with this? Can so, like I mean, just any kind of odd job. Like, can you watch my dogs? Can you clean? Can you whatever? And we wouldn't do all of them, but we would get asked for like all kinds of things. And she would also accidentally like put us in really weird group chats with like her friends by accident. And like, it was just funny. Anyway, see her yesterday and she's like, hey which one are you? And I'm like, Caroline. She's like, right, right, right. Because all three of you, you know, especially you and Phoebe really look alike. So, okay, Caroline, do you work daylight hours? And I was like, yeah. She's like, okay. And I was like, Am I, I mean, I don't know what you need, but like my sister's maybe. And she's like, okay, do you think they could teach a stretching class to senior citizens? <laughs> I never could have imagined that was what she was going to say. I thought she was going to be like, could you like clean or like organize or like lead a stretching <laughs> class for senior citizens? And I was immediately like, no. She she is like a character that would someone would write for a show like Parks and Rec. No, I thought the, I was like, she belongs in an episode of Broad City. Because, because that was out of a Broad City episode like that. Like, do you think your sisters could do this? And I'm like no and she's <laughs> like i know you could but i just uh, and i'm like yeah but it's also but like, i also can't because i'm don't you need to, shouldn't you have to be certified to teach senior citizens how to stretch she was like if i taught them how if i showed them if i trained them i was like i mean they could probably do it mom goes well they would want their money back because they're probably more flexible than phoebe and lily <laughs> 
mom <laughs> what the hell oh my god also, mom and vb are beating during the percussion now. during the percussion concert lily's doing her dance won't specify <laughs> <laughs> will not lily's doing should we post a video of her dancing at my college graduation party or do yeah. you think i'll never wake up again <laughs> You're going to have to deadbolt your door. Speaking of which, I got home last night, did not lock the door. Don't announce that. Bo- Mom listens. No, Mom knows. <laughs> oh, my God. Phoebe, you don't, uh, you just endangered our entire family, and there's a killer on the loose. <laughs> on the loose. Um, during the dance, Mom looks at me and goes, good exercise. Not everything has, has to, to be, be about, about exercise. <laughs> and also, because if it I works. also want to say, not everything famously has been about exercise at our house. So. Because be- <laughs> Cindy also said to me yesterday that she it looks like I've lost weight. And I was like, you've lost your fucking mind. That's what's been lost here. It's certainly not that. And how dare you, honestly. Do you think you I have much weight to lose? <laughs> like, uh, honestly sick. <laughs> honestly sick. Um, anyway, Phoebe got pretty drunk last night. and was oh. texting me a mile a fucking minute. Literally, this is Phoebe's favorite thing to do. When she is drunk, she wants to I wanna talk to, I wanna my talk, ear Not just off. Caroline, though. I want to talk to everybody I've ever met in my entire oh life. Oh, my God. And it's nonstop. And if it's not calling me, it's texting me. And so she's texting me. And, like, literally, she's having a conversation fully on her own because I'm <laughs> not involved in this conversation. <laughs> she's, like, plowing through everything I say she's not acknowledging. She just continues on with a new idea, a new thought. Like, literally, let's see. I told her she's in pest mode, and that is true. You talking to people being guests on the podcast, and you don't stop. And I, and I literally sent you the gif, gif of Hermione Granger with her hands over her ears saying, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then Phoebe just ignores that and goes, she would be so funny. I'm so serious. She and blank on the podcast. And I said, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I can't discuss anything else. And she said, okay, cryptic queen. <laughs> and I said, I'm just tired and you're in pest mode. And she said, pest mode. And then goes on about something completely else. And she goes, I'm dead. She is so dimmy. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then Blank has been told she looks like the girl, parentheses, Chivroy from Succession. Parentheses, she's never seen the show. <laughs> okay. I literally read that and was like, I'm not even, I'm rolling over. <laughs> That was so funny. No, but it's funny the way that, that I wrote it that way because of the way that I had the conversation was funny the way that she was saying it. She does. Because she was like, you know, I've been told I look like, the, I've, and I've never seen the show, but I just that girl from from Succession. And you immediately knew Shiv. Well, it had to be. She's the only redhead on the show. Yeah, but Shiv looks like Carol. Yeah, they do. And then I said, I um, now you know why Shiv was in my dream blunt rotation. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm on like episode five, but it is really good. It's a slow watcher. It's a little. You gotta like really pay attention. Oh, I have a question though. I saw James Marsden, who I love. Oh my god, did you see his photo shoot? No. (laughs) (laughs) A moment of silence. Everybody, go give that a go. I have loved James Marsden since Enchanted. Since the Notebook, like he's good in everything. Enchanted, The Notebook, 27 Dresses. Even though he's a dick in The Notebook, hairspray. I still love him. Well, wait a minute. Okay, this is a debate we're about to is have. Is he a dick? No, wait. L- can I fucking say it? Yeah. He said that now people, like, this generation now is like, Allie should have been with Lon. She was in a really toxic relationship. What do we think about that? Lon was like, 
He was not really that much of a dick. No. Honestly, she just didn't have the like fiery passion, you know, yeah. she had for Noah. But like they also were Noah was toxic. Yeah, they were toxic together. They like brought out like, the, like the worst, but also the best of each other. But like also the like worst. Glad they ended up with each other. But yeah, I think um, I. I think after about like the I was going to be like the 40th letter, like I think after like the sixth letter that I would write <laughs> someone and I'm not getting a response like girl first letter for me. <laughs> first one but if i, I am not putting out energy that is not being reciprocated if i'm Hell putting no. myself in noah's shoes i could rationalize five to six letters and being like maybe uh-huh i mean but, no but a letter every day for I a year maybe he's lying she never got them <laughs> we'll never know wait didn't her mom have them yeah but like <laughs> some yeah. of them i don't know if she had all 365 probably i mean i don't know i why don't watch the them? notebook on the That's patreon messy. now why'd she keep them that is messy. we should watch them with we should watch it with that dad oh my god our dad loves the notebook da- it's like one of those movies that like if he's surfing the channels and which it's he's on doing right every, now, every saturday afternoon we will be watching the notebook and he will be weeping like a baby but i do have a question now similar vein um you got a cobweb situation up here not uh roasting you i'm just saying one two three <laughs> <laughs> you are ro- oh i can't reach those i can't even see up there. get a broom <laughs> i can't even see up there get a i'll broom. get anthony to handle it the devil wears prada similar debate who's the real villain can you like put your shirt down <laughs> <laughs> I assumed you were going to immediately pull it down, but instead you got more comfortable. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, this happens with Kelly's here all the time. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure she loves that. (laughs) Like when I... (laughs) If I'm wearing my like Nirvana shirt, oh with no, the yes, no, and it Chris- lines up. <laughs> Christina Aguilera one's the worst. <laughs> oh, see, see, no one could ever pay a compliment to Caroline. Like you look like you'd have really big boobs, <laughs> but I'm not. I, I wouldn't know, know because I'm, I'm not looking. looking. Impossible to miss. <laughs> <laughs> wow, sorry. Oh uh, to, get, to provide contact, Caroline <laughs> is in like a cropped sweatshirt, which is wild that you own. We famously hate <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> you've got cobwebs. <laughs> oh my god! Pull your shirt. Out. I can't believe you have a cropped up. By no. the way, nothing was even showing. She just doesn't like my skin. <laughs> no, <laughs> Caroline's boob I was just set. You fucking Caroline's bitch. boob. <laughs> yes. It is. And normally, when we the house, well, always, if I'm leaving the house, I have a bra on. Thank God. I think it looks cute. It does. So don't say <laughs> you're shocked I have a fucking Well, I just, you, part of you famously hate cropped, uh, cropped articles of clothing. <laughs> All I'm saying is she was just sitting here. She's not wearing a bra. This is cropped. And she leaned over and her entire boob was exposed. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't yeah. immediately. Well, I didn't wanna, realize, wanna okay. 
I didn't fucking realize. <laughs> I didn't fucking realize it. Um, Lily renamed our house and find my friends to Monticello. Monticello. <laughs> oh, I saw. I was like, okay, ignoring those. That's so funny. Doing whatever the hell it is they do in Monticello. What's yeah. What did you send me? What that? What's that from? Yeah. Hamilton, <laughs> asshole. Uh, I think like I need to quiz you more on like musicals. Okay, weird. Not weird. Weird is the way that your feet are right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you talk about weird, okay. Ah <laughs> no. Um. Well, do you want to do your rotation? Yes. I have my dream rotation this week, and I kind of a cop-out my first two shocker you always have one that's a cop-out well sorry <laughs> yeah be better <laughs> well ca- sorry it's cat and pat okay and then the third one is elvis our dog okay so they're all cop-outs elvis isn't okay explain you have to give some reasoning cat and pat because i almost put crows on my list i saw a video of their podcast speaking of which listen i love them we could have our cameras on if they could. <laughs> I love Catherine Cohen so much, but that girl does not give a fuck what she looks like on camera. It is true. And frankly, like, I like I was like, oh, like she doesn't make it while she's in her bed. She, like she doesn't care how she looks, and I haven't noticed it until we just talked about like how we feel like we right, have to look. Right. Um, I still do feel that way, but it did give me perspective. But they were having a conversation about crows and that crows are the only bird that understand the concept of zero (laughs) okay and walk me through this her react like they understand when there's nothing of something left and other animals don't oh okay 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 wow and because they're they're the harbinger of death also yeah exactly (laughs) so they have to yeah there's literally nothing of you left the, the person yeah um and he s- he relayed this information to Kat, and she lost her goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, but then she goes, I love how she phrases things. She goes, I just love that we have people that are spending their time doing that instead <laughs> of curing cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is true. It's like we've got a big problem on our hands in, in this world, and that is sickness, health. And we got a lot of people not doing anything about it. Yes. We got a lot of people doing like what we're doing right now, which is sitting on the couch on a Sunday talking about fucking birds and I'm trying to pull it up. Stretching classes for senior citizens. Like what are we contributing to this planet? Nothing. They shouldn't they should do a draft, but for people to go to med school. No. No, they should not. Honestly, that would be great for me because then we'd all make a bunch of money. Wait, this is like the way that she talks. She said, <laughs> "Are the only animal that understand the concept of zero. Shut the fuck <laughs> up and log out of the Zoom. That is not something that anyone right. could know. That's not something anyone could know. They've done some kind of test <laughs> where they know for a fact that, that- um." Crows. That crows can understand when there's nothing left of something, whereas other animals can't get it. They are like. I think it's cool that someone has been spending time on that instead of (laughs) carrying pants. 
That's they'll know when there's none left. Oh my god. But it is so funny the way he words it. They understand the concept of zero. Like I felt the same way Catherine felt yeah. when you said that. And then he, you were like, Well, there's nothing. Like, okay, well, why don't you just say that? Why don't you lead with that? Have you one? ever seen those videos of raccoons when they give them cotton candy and then they try to wash it in water and it just dissolves? No, that's evil. And then Oh, it is because you watch the raccoon like searching for it's it. It's like what my dogs do with the fucking ice cubes. Yes. My dog's favorite toy is an ice cube. They <laughs> love, they go crazy for and them. They'll they're go like, hide them. They're like, these things slide around like crazy on their own. Mom doesn't even have to move them, and neither do I really because they just are always moving around and they're so cold and they kind of taste great. And then I'm going to go hide them somewhere. Yeah. And then I'm going to go back and look for it. And mom's going to be like, did you pay on the couch? Because there's a wet <laughs> spot. And then she feels it with her hand and smells it, and it's cold, and it's water. And so it's just my ice cube this time. Um, but I'm worried because my ice cube is actually now gone. <laughs> and where the fuck is my ice cube? And then they just search around for it until I give them a new one. It's like Sid with his olive. Oh, Sid and the olive. That was, that was kind of cute. so funny and cute. Anything else to add? Well, Elvis is our perfect dog. Yeah. And I think that this, the chemistry of this group here... Would be pretty special. Imagine Elvis just like vibing. I, Elvis would be such a good podcast dog because literally he would he just would sit right there. He wouldn't move a fucking muscle, and every now and then we just hear a <laughs> <laughs> we just hear that, and that would be okay. And he would not leave, he would not bother us, and he'd be like, "Finally, they're busy. I can stop entertaining them exactly. and leave me alone." We'd honestly like probably try to pick him up and like have him lay with us, and he would yeah. get up and move. Yes, and go do his own thing. I miss that dog. I miss him so much. I'll I'll I see him one day. He was. It like hurts to think about Elvis. I know. There, he, like nothing can prepare you for the pain of losing a pet. And he was honest. You know what? I'm fucking changing my nightmare blood rotation. I do think Chuck likes you more than Elvis ever liked us. Okay, well, Elvis loved me. He loved us, but he also, like, was, I was annoyed by us. Mom was his fave. Hmm. Come on. Hmm. He would have done anything for Mom. Emmy? Look, I was there when I woke up covered in his blood that one day. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the worst day of my fucking life, dude, besides when we had to say goodbye. It was horrible. You guys, I wake up. There is blood everywhere in my bed and it's coming from Elvis and it was ended up being okay. But I didn't know it was how I thought he was like dying. There was so much blood and I couldn't tell where it was coming from. And we took him to the vet and it turned out that like the groomer hadn't like clipped his like do nail or whatever the one on the back and it like curled in and punctured his little toe and it, <laughs> and it like went so deep and so they were like, imagine how long he's like been in pain. Like, cause you know how bad an ingrown hurts. And then it just like went in and yeah, it was so sad. So then we went and got him lamb and he his loved favorite it thing. and he was so happy. Lamb was his favorite. Yeah. Anyway, Elvis was the best. I'm going to do my nightmare blunt rotation. I'm going to continue with the Elvis train here because I want to talk about the day. Although have we talked about the animal hospital? Rita? Oh my God. Holy shit. Guys. Okay. It's 2020. So actually, first, let's 2019. We noticed like something's up with Elvis. Phoebe's at school. 
Elvis was Phoebe's Christmas present. No, birthday. I Or uh, birthday present when I was in seventh grade. So you were in I was first seven. grade. And um, so he was like her dog, though, you know. I mean, he was the family dog, but like she, he was her present. So mom was like, we cannot tell Phoebe. Like Phoebe's at school. She's like not having a great time. Already like, depressed. Yeah, it was like not a great year. So she was like, I can't tell her. So um, mom and I go to the vet and they're like... It was a horror. I mean, it was horrible. The vet comes back in and like sits down on the floor with Elvis, and he's like, "I'm so sorry, bud." And he was like, "I think he's got a week tops. Like, you're gonna need to bring him back in like a week." And so, you know, we're gonna give him some vitamin shots, make him as comfortable as possible, and like, you guys just—he wants a Big Mac this weekend. You give like you just make his life amazing, you know, for a week, and decide what you want to do. So we're gonna have you come home. And then he like makes like a complete 180. Like he gets these vitamin shots. He like struts out of the vet (laughs) and like where you go the whole week and he's completely fine. Like he's completely back to normal. So like we're not going to bring the dog to like he seems okay. He's not like showing us that he's in pain. Like, you know, he is like a different dog compared to a week ago. And we got a whole nother year with him. Like, and it was, and it was great because it was like, we had that moment in front of our eyes of like, we don't have much time with him. So the love that he got in that last year, like, even though he was sick, and from everybody, like everybody in the community got to love him. Yeah. And everyone did love him. Like he was just such a sweet dog. But so he had like an awesome last year and then it was 2020 and our whole family was home together which was another thing that was nice because like before it was like you were gone and whatever so because of the pandemic we were all home and like we the time we knew like had kind of come so we take him to the vet and they're like you can't come in with him and we're like well we're not like leaving him so they're like well there's a picnic table around the side of the building and we can just do it over there and it'll be nice and we're like okay so we go and we're all like holding him and you know they like do it in like three steps or whatever it's very peaceful but on the other side of the <laughs> chain link fence at this vet is Arena's Italian ice and it's it's summer it, and it's like <laughs> it's like dusk at summer it's like probably, August probably the busiest time for Rita yes it is August it's also the pandemic Rita's is outside so this is like a safe activity people could do like Rita's was the spot okay and we are putting our dog down, our beloved family dog. There are five of us sobbing as a Even vet our dad. is killing him. <laughs> and there are children eating their fucking mango Italian ice in their cars facing us doing this, <laughs> watching us kill our Imagine, dog. Imagine I've always wanted to meet one of those families and I want to know how they tell the story. I mean, I like, would, I would love like, to hear their we perspective. We just finished a baseball game and we went yeah. to go celebrate and we went to and they're going to celebrate and the family pulls in and they get their ice cream go back to their car windows down they're sitting there and then because it was like you you there was an it was an outdoor place there's nowhere to sit so like you go into your car with the windows down and you eat or you go home and you watch and you and if you happen to be the people al- parking along this one fence you got which is like a show 75 percent of all the cars <laughs> then you're watching us all sobbing well, our like dog completely is put down. unobstructed view of us of this happening, and then like I, you know, they watched like the moment it happened because we're like, cry, cry, cry. They're like, ah, <laughs> you know. Then we had like the big, and they watched the vet like take our dog back in, and we leave. 
Do you think those kids are in therapy? I'm sure. So number oh one of my, my nightmare blood rotation is the fucking vet who killed my dog, Elvis. <laughs> I fucking hate you, bitch. <laughs> who killed him? <laughs> who killed him? Murder. Uh, Wait. I want her stoned in the square. Just kidding. But imagine, because remember that TikTok I, this TikTok I showed you? That was you like show me five a million. That a was of the, like, remember the TikTok of the you? girl we talked about it on the podcast of the girl who was like, dogs pick, they like plan when they're gonna go. Oh, I yeah, they, who they're gonna be with. Yeah, and imagine Elvis like thinking about like. Well, that's what I was thinking because like we were all home together. Yeah, and like before it was like God, it, it would have just been the worst possible time if he had gone when the vet initially said he needed to like. For our, for you, for like everyone, like it would have been so much more painful, but then like we all got to be home with him and like have that time and it was really special. So I think that it happened like at the right time. And, you know, honestly, they were like, he probably could live another year, but you would be keeping him alive for you and not for him. And like, you know, the, the kindest thing to do for him is to let him go. So Oh, it's so hard. Nothing prepares you for how hard it is to lose a pet. And if you are going through something like this right now, we are here for you. Terrible. Sending you all of our love because it really is fucking brutal. It is brutal. But one day you'll be able to get to a point where you can uh, scream, you killed my family dog, (laughs) Elvis, you bitch, and feel okay. Yeah. Um, Next up on my rotation is Emma Hernan from Selling Sunset. Really? She drives me nuts. I think she's it so annoying. What do you think about her? I also, I'm sorry, you wore what to your broker's open? I didn't finish. I haven't started season six yet. Okay. Um, episode. This is episode one. Okay. I, I, I mean, she's not my favorite. She's just so like, you'll. I mean, I, I think it's all amped up. Also, Chriselle and G Flip, literally, baby. Baby, 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 baby. I mean, I'm not kidding. They have like a two minute clip and they say baby like upwards of 150 times, I think. And then there's like this part where like Chriselle and Jason are having a conversation and Micah, remember that guy? Yeah. He comes over with like shots and Chriselle's like, oh my God, <laughs> perfect. Like saved by the whatever. And she's like, oh, but I hate shots. Because Jason's like, take the whole thing. And she like takes like a small sip. She's like, I hate shots. And then he goes, what if you took it from my boobs? And then they put the shot glass in between Emma's boobs and Chriselle gets down and does the shot out of Emma's boobs in front of Jason and Micah. And I just was like, do you think we can't see what is happening here? That Emma's like, oh my God, uh, do it for my boobs. And these <laughs> boys standing here, like that's what it felt like. And the dress she's wearing is, is in fucking sane for her brokers open. I'm sorry. It's bonkers. Like, bonkers look, crazy. If I looked like her, I'm sure I'd wear crazy shit too. But this is a decision I never would have made. <laughs> this never would have gotten past me if I was in that room. Let me tell you. And it just is like so obvious that they're like, especially her and Chriselle, they're like, they're just kind of chuggy, like as oh, people. For sure. It's very much a girl boss show, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so those two especially are like super, super, super chuggy. And together it's like, like, I don't know. It's too much. So anyway, Emma Hearn, I just think she'd be so annoying. She'd be like, <laughs> how do you do it? Yeah. Like she'd be like, you're so right. You know, I just don't. And I'm then she'd be you. like, oh my God, I have the munchies and let's have some like 
of my empanadas that are like gross. Okay, anyway. The next one is just seasonal allergies. Yes. Fuck off, dude. Like I'm over it. This week has been, I think, the worst for me, which I thought I was past the hump. It's been over a month of me dealing with these. I take Zyrtec every day. I do the Flonase every day. (laughs) Do you think you're just sick? Well, then I was like, (laughs) this week I was like, am I just sick? But like, I feel okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just, I just like can't talk. I have a cough. (laughs) My throat a little bit hurts. (laughs) I feel fine. I'm not sick, but I have a cough. My nose is running. I mean, look, we've recorded 18 podcast episodes in the last week. And I've continued teaching and worked my nine to five. So I think like if I was sick, I would know. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, but I, I mean, literally like Monday night, last Monday, I was going to go over to mom's and I was like, I'm sorry. I like I'm dying. Like I cannot come. I feel terrible. It's my allergies. And like now it's like a week later and I am still. So that makes me think it is allergies because it's like it's not getting better. Yeah, I agree. Anyway. They're they just suck. really bad this year. And like, I think part of it, but I felt this way last year and we're kind of coming out of it. But I think that we didn't have them really in 2020 because oh, of we were, inside. we were and we were masked for so yeah, long. Of like true. we didn't. So our body, all you people that say masks didn't do anything. There was Look, probably they saved us from allergies. There was probably an immunity buildup. Yeah. I, think I mean, so. I don't know if you can be immune to allergies, but I think that like our bodies were probably yeah. stronger and then we didn't have to our body didn't have to process yeah, them for so no, long that's a good point thank you yeah i'm over i'm just like over the like it's the breathing it's so you know? annoying or the worst when you go to bed and one nostrils like dude completely i stop. know and you're like actually there's nothing worse than this nothing it's terrible nothing and then you're breathing out of your mouth and your lips are so chapped yeah for sure and you're also like this is so loud and i'm keeping myself awake with my own breathing i know well phoebe that i can imagine that's a big problem for you do you yeah. wear earplugs to bed when you're the only one in the room? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Because that makes me louder. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah. All right. Well, I think you're on the recap. I am. Biatch. Guys, just a reminder, I'm going to kind of throw this in the beginning now. We have an official launch date for our Patreon. It's June 15th. There will be like multiple tiers to it. Um, and we hope like everyone who wants to can participate, but, um, for some of the tiers, there will be up to four additional episodes a month. Um, and there'll be like TV pilot episodes, um, movie or documentary watches, and then two podcast episodes. So, um, yeah, we're going to announce what the episodes are going to be for each month and that'll probably be the next episode, but put it on your calendars, June 15th. We love you. Let's do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline your recap all right so garrett's mom was taken to the hospital and the girls think that a is behind this and wanted to get garrett out of jail because now that his mom's not in the hospital they're letting him out for a night to go see her um caleb and hannah break up it's devastating a like had caleb's mom all ran off the road and everything and hannah won't tell him what's up so they break up 
Um, Jason tells Spencer that he's no longer offering a reward for information on Allie's body. But as soon as she walks away after he says that to her, he writes a check for $50,000, which is the amount that he was offering, and makes a call to meet someone in 15 minutes. When Hannah has to volunteer at the church rummage, rummage sale, she finds Emily's jacket from the night at Allie's grave, which they thought they got rid of. So she calls Emily and she's like, what the heck? No one has any idea. Arya is able to get the job of Laurel, the photographer's assistant, which is good and necessary because she'll be replacing Lucas, who was fired because he used her equipment to take his own pictures and she didn't like that. Laurel's holding on to his stuff, though. He wants the negatives back, but she's holding his stuff until they he pays for all the equipment. Um, and Arya is hoping that when she works for Laurel, she'll be able to go in there and get the bag and see what's in it and see if it's connected at all to the night Emily blacked out at Allie's grave. Um, Garrett's mom is in a coma, so Spencer finds it weird that he is writing a note to leave her when he's there at the hospital to visit her. Um, so Spencer breaks into her room, of course, and it says April Rose has the proof. So that's all we got going into this episode. The truth is, I'm just not understanding this episode. Why? I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. So we begin. Hannah is frantic. Hannah is all fired up because like A has now broken up her relationship with Caleb. So now A has to go down. We've never now seen her like A this. has to go down. <laughs> no, she is on a mission. And Spencer even calls her out and she's like, don't you get it? Like, whatever. <laughs> oh, you just laughed like uh if if Pat laughed not so raspy the way that you just you were like what is up with my throat and the noises that it makes? That was your stomach. No, it was my throat. Whoa. Don't tell me what it was. <laughs> You're not me. You're not in my body, okay? You're like, that was your stomach. Oh, it sounded like your stomach. Well, you were wrong. All right. Do you have a blanket? Oh, no. You're going to fall the fuck asleep. Look at no, you right I'm now. No, I'm not going to fall asleep. I'm freezing. You're freezing? It's cold in here. Thank you. <laughs> I do. It got cold all of a sudden when Caroline came down the stairs. Yo, Caroline just said someone called her the ice queen of Mount Lebanon. Yeah. When I was in college, there was this guy that... I didn't even like really like we weren't talking we weren't hooking up like nothing I think he just like liked me and we like he asked me on a date but I never went he um he was cute I just like I don't know whatever so then like I went to a new year's party and he was like with his family on new year's or something and I was texting him I guess and um, he, like, came pick me up from the New Year's party to, like, take me back home. Like an Uber, okay? <laughs> and so I'm, like, wasted also. And he's completely sober. It's the first time we're hanging out ever. And he drives me home, which I was also supposed to sleep at this place. I was not supposed to come <laughs> home, but I was, like, I want to leave for <laughs> a bunch of reasons. But anyway, so this guy, like, comes, picks me up, drives me home. We get home and I was like, we get to my house, my parents' house. And I was like, huh. So like we make out for a sec. I go in the house through the garage. Okay. Up to my bedroom. The next morning I come down the steps and mom screams. (laughs) She did not know I was home. She didn't hear me come through the garage and all the way up to my bedroom, which is right next to her bedroom in the middle of the night, which is a little bit 
troublesome. <laughs> and so she didn't know I was there. And she comes down and I like explained how I got home. And dad goes, well, I hope you paid the toll as in made out with them. And I had a hickey on my neck. So they knew that I did. Yeah. So then, so that's what happened. And then whatever, I didn't see him again until, I don't know, the next time I came home and I come home for like Easter, whatever, spring break. And I was at the mall and he was working at men's warehouse and he, I guess, saw me. I didn't see him, but I guess he saw me through the window and texted me the ice queen of Mount Lebanon has returned. And I was like, what? And he was like, aren't you at South Hills Village Mall right now? I was like, yeah. He was like, okay, I'm talking about you and I saw you at the mall. It's like, oh, okay. Thanks so for the ride. Like, what do you want from me? Stop texting me. <laughs> yeah. Not the most flattering story, but I guess I'm getting more comfortable with you guys and letting you in on how truly depraved I once was. Mm. Anyway, um, okay, so back to the episode. Oh, Hannah's wh- wearing like really fucked up pants. Yeah, Phoebe's like super upset about the pants. But basically, they're replacing the note that Garrett left in his mom's like br- hospital, hospital bracelet, bracelet with the note of their own telling, like, they want to lead a somewhere and then they've got the note the note that said like april rose has the proof so they're trying to figure out who april rose is they're also trying to figure out who this new a is spencer's completely convinced that it's lucas and hannah's like well then i better show up with a paddle and be ready to finish the job and they're gonna meet at the church that hannah's working at because she said the church is totally closed down at night nobody will be there it's allegedly the perfect spot and i keep picturing in my head the cotillion slash perks of being a, or uh, the fall of yes. our stars church. Yes. In my mind. Anytime I think of a church for like a show, that's what I think of. Man, how crazy that they Cotillion also. Y'all, did anyone else not in Mount Lebanon take a cotillion class when you were in middle school? But also like the legion, the legions of, of people that did it. Like, oh my god! Are, are still doing it. My students are still doing it now. And like parents, like, remember when we ran it. into my students' family when we were at dinner oh, before yeah, Lizzo? He was going to he was going the last night of cotillion. It's like the terror that was actually a terrorist act. But I just want to ask why we didn't even like. It's not even like it's a cotillion where we're learning how to like sit and eat and be polite. It well, was more just like dancing. It it was that too though. Not when I did it. We had like thing like we would start okay so you had to like get dressed up like get a new dress for cotillion and we go as once a month and we go and it was like all the fucking boys from your school all the boys from the neighboring schools and the girls too but it was like it was just so stressful honestly and you sit down on a chair and there's like a note on your chair with like your lessons for the day about like etiquette and it was like you know ladies should sit with their ankles crossed i remember that there were a few that i read and then they would teach you a dance like a some sort of dance step like a foxtrot that you would never fucking do ever unless you were on dancing with the stars the only way i'm doing that dance is if i'm on dancing with the stars or like a, One or like on stage right. they're asking me to do it something like that but then you'd have to dance with a boy in your at your school. Oh my god, it was in horrible. In like sixth fucking grade. Horrible. No one wanted to be looked at it in sixth grade. Certainly not me. <laughs> I had like a full set of baby teeth. Like <laughs> I was literally like not fit for that. 
The um, I had baby teeth, but I was like a D cup. Like, <laughs> kill me. Could you imagine anything more terrifying than that? <laughs> the um, the <laughs> the old man always had me be the example. <laughs> Why? I I don't know, but it was I hated it. Oh His my breath God. smelled. He but you know, like I like was dying to be the example, and I don't think I ever was, which is weird because he was creepy. Yeah, it was a really, and then your parents would come and watch you all dance with each other. It was horrible. But anyway, it was at this church, and then years later, the Fault in Our Stars was filmed here, and they did like the support group was at that church at the Cotillion in the church. room where we did Cotillion. Yeah. So, just kind of crazy. We live in Hollywood. We live in we live in literally Hollywood. Taylor Lautner lives here. Oh my god, right across the street from me. Yeah. From where I live. Right. Caroline lives in the manor. Um don't tell them my address. <laughs> yeah. You guys go the to Virginia, manor. Go to Virginia Manor and you'll find it. <laughs> you just uh, you'll find it's one of those houses. Stop it. It's over there. Stop. I don't want them to know <laughs> where I live. It's the biggest house. Well, that's not true. <laughs> a little smaller it's a little bit smaller than the biggest house <laughs> <laughs> i mean caroline ca- caroline can't have so much room she's so small i'm so small and just tiny and i'm like a little mouse in the house and anthony is like fee fi, fo, <laughs> only because he's he's a tall man mm-hmm. how tall do you think anthony is like six one six two okay <laughs> nice try he's six two actually i think he is like six one point five and he gets really mad when i say he's six two but when we first started dating he told me he was <laughs> six two and now he's like i'm six one i'm six one don't say that is it i'm like there's not a fucking difference is it because dad's short i don't know he doesn't want to like offend no no anthony loves that he's taller than dad it's like the one thing he has on him <laughs> Dad, that was a pretty Dad's inti- a little shorty. Oh Wait, we went to a Little Tokyo last night. Yeah, but he stands tall. You Y'all know? went to Little Tokyo last night? Me, Kelly, and Anthony. Oh, thank God. And mom and dad went too, but separate. That sucks. Mom's I was like, oh my God, I just had to Tobo like a half hour ago. I'm not even hungry. Did she eat a lot? I don't. I wasn't with her. Because I want to go there tonight. <laughs> okay, well, I was not with her. <sighs> oh, Anthony was going to send a Sapporo over. He's like, Caroline, what, what's that beer? Your Sapporo? I'm going to send one over. And I was like, yeah, it's a Sapporo. And then he like chases down our waitress to send one over. And dad had already ordered one. So it was like, mm. he didn't do it. But <laughs> I was like, isn't that so sweet? sweet? He wanted to like send one over. Yes. Anthony's the best. Literally, Kelly and I were like, okay. We like, as we finished eating pretty fast, we're like, oh, we can go like come back, let the dogs out, hang out for a bit. And Anthony was like, you know, Kel, why don't you and Caroline drive back to the house and I'll just sit here, take care of everything and box up your stuff and I'll meet you back there. But you guys can go get a head start. <laughs> just love he's, it. He's already like 40 years old. I know, but it's great. Like that's what you want from your husband, you know, or your partner. You want like <laughs> the bottom of your feet. Oh, wow. Black. They're clean for, for real. <laughs> And then he always says, I have dirty feet. <laughs> oh my God, it's not that bad. It, uh, maybe it's the lighting, but in the like coloring of your, of your sweats. <laughs> okay, this one. Is. Well, I've been outside with the dogs. I was cooking in the kitchen and I kept dropping shit. 
And then we mopped, and I walked in that, and then I walked all over. <laughs> okay. I can't even get a second. Okay. Back to the show. Again, we've made it. This happened last yeah, episode. We just love chit-chatting. Oh, how do you feel about whales now? What? Killer whale ram. Killer whale. Killer whales ram boat of petrified couple. Okay. Sunk the ship. It's n- literally named the killer whale. So what did the couple expect? Are are they okay? Let me guess. They're fine? Yeah. Okay, or- then. <laughs> I like this quote. Orcas enjoy the thrill of the chase. <laughs> <laughs> Orcas are just like me. <laughs> Orcas enjoy the thrill of the chase. They have no interest in what's in that boat. They just want to sink the ship. And I love that. The captain said, orcas enjoyed the thrill of the chase. So ideally we'd have kept still, but that wasn't possible because of the winds. So it is their fault. Then they heard crew members shout, orcas, orcas. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so scary though. Oh my God, imagine. Because like, there's nowhere, you know? It's not like if you're getting chased by something on land. Yeah. You have nowhere to go. No. And they, this is their land now. Yeah, Once you're, you're not in, in the their boat, territory. Oof. But I would have been fine in that situation because I just would have like leaned down <laughs> and given the whale a little kiss and said, I'm one of you. And, <laughs> and the whale would have said, and swam right off he with me ch- on its back, of course. <laughs> 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 then the whale would turn around and say, all right, not this one, guys. <laughs> all right. She's just too sweet. Did you see the video? (laughs) Did you see the video of the dog surfing? No. Oh my god, incredible. Did you see the video I sent you of the dog falling over because it fell asleep? Yes. Oh my god. And then it's so embarrassed. It's like, wait, no, I wasn't sleeping. Oh you don't have to be embarrassed, little guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Hannah puts the note (laughs) in Garrett's mom's little wristband. And then his mom dies. <laughs> or like... Hannah is holding her hand <laughs> as she leaves this earth. Hannah is touching her hand way too much. Hannah didn't need to touch her hand at, at all. all. <laughs> you you know who would have touched her hand is Spencer. Yeah, Spencer would have gone there. Spencer, measured movements. <laughs> very still when she needs to be. She's holding her breath the entire time. Actually, that's not true. Spencer's had 50 cups of coffee today. Her <laughs> hand is shaking like... Yeah. She can't like even this. pick up a pen. She can't even pick up a pen. She <laughs> has to send all her messages um by text, but she actually has to use Siri talk to text because, you know, her hands. <laughs> she, she can't write. Closest thing is a text, but she got Siri, so talk to text. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, I just want to remind everyone that hospitals have cameras. Yeah. And when yeah. I say everyone, I mean Hannah fucking Merritt and Spencer Hastings. Hannah walks in there. Dumb bitch award. She like does the little blind thing and then does everything. And then all of a sudden, all the attention is on this room <laughs> and she races out of there. Well, first she also the door. doesn't race right away. First she's like, what's Garrett's going on? What's going die. on? Like it literally beep, does she's, that. She's not dead though. I know, but she kind of does die in that moment. It's like she... As far as Hannah knows, she's dying. It's like she went back to... She came back to life. Maybe. And then she died. Yeah. It was bizarre. But Hannah stayed in the room too long after that also. But then she does but bolt out and slam out the door. But then she runs out looking as suspicious as possible. 
possible. So, yeah. And then we literally, I said out loud, oh my God, did she die? Then and then Aria sends a text that this is our next little scene is Aria's hands typing a text that says, OMG, did she die? We find out she's stabilized, which is good. I, I don't really care. <laughs> I also wrote this is painful about this scene because if you guys have seen on TikTok the girl who makes those videos and she's like the girl who thinks you're absolutely obsessed with her is making breakfast or something yeah. and it's like just every rom-com ever but it's so funny and it is exactly what Arya and Ezra are doing. I also like that you said hot people are so boring. Literally they're like the their ideas of funny faces like let me tell you if that's your idea of a funny <laughs> ugly face then my funny ugly faces would send you into a fucking coma <laughs> that's kind of insensitive right now i mean it's true though like they wouldn't believe what i can do and right. that's the best that they can do taking pictures on the old timey camera and or he's like seriously are you done for real and acts like she's not like absolutely loving this and then, yeah, they do whatever that is. They're both bare, barefoot. Because Arya asks if she, if if <laughs> if Ezra thinks it would be okay if she called off of her first, <laughs> her first day, day of work. work with this job that she like really wanted with like an impressive um, photographer. And he's like, I think, yeah, you're probably not going to get a second day of work <laughs> if you do that. And she says she just wanted to like go comfort Hannah, but... Actually, they've got the plans to, like, trap A, which always goes well for them. Yeah. So I'm sure this will be no different. Oh, so we're finding out that the evidence um, that was used in Garrett's trial is being thrown out. Well, Why? wait. We have to discuss. Okay, I well, you could have filled in. I don't... Okay, no, it's Spencer and Toby, and Daddy Hastings comes in the house, and, and Spencer goes, how was your run? And he goes, I miss the days when you'd run with me. This, <laughs> scene, and I went into shock. this scene is just textbook definition of an afternoon in the Connell house in like June. Yes. Yeah. How's your run? I miss the days when you'd run with me. <laughs> me anytime I uh, do anything. Lit I miss when you were my bud. Yeah, literally. Or also like, you should you should go for a run. You know, <laughs> like that, that suggestion. And then he starts making a smoothie, which we've already discussed. is very Chris Connell coded. CCC. CCC. Um, that's, a, that's new jargon. This is yeah, CCC. Yeah, triple C. No, it's funny if we say CCC. Okay, CCC. <laughs> I was like, we're saying yes, yes, yes. <laughs> which is also funny if someone like were to hear us say CCC. They think we're saying yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so that's basically that. Um but Spencer talks to who? Jason? Yeah, she goes to talk to Jason. Oh, yeah, she and her dad get in a fight. Yeah. Because she he tells her that the evidence is being thrown out. And he she's pissed. And then this is this is where this is no longer CCC. Because she goes, <laughs> yeah. I'm it, he she like storms out and he goes, Where are you going? And she says, Out. That just would not have oh happened. Oh my god, my dad would have <laughs> teleported in that moment to in front of the door with his hands over the door frame. Literally, like there would have been no leaving the house. No. I would have in that moment learned that there's actually a moat that he had dug <laughs> in case of emergencies around the house and I won't be going anywhere. <laughs> Ever. Ever again. Um <laughs> yeah, so she actually goes to meet up with Jason and he's kind of explaining right like what's going on with the case and oh and he's explaining a lot about the NAT club. Because Spencer's trying to figure out who April Rose was or is. 
And so she asked Jason, is she, do you know her? Like, was she a girl in y'all's class? Because Jason and Garrett went to school together. And he's like, no, I don't really know that name. And she's like, well, is, could she be one of the girls in your little videos? And he's like, like, I don't know if I really realized what this club was. He's like, how do you know about those? Or like, she calls it the NAT club, basically. And he's like, how do you know about that? And she doesn't answer. (laughs) She just goes, so like, do you think she could have been one of the girls? (laughs) And he says, I mean, maybe. Or she could have been like one of Garrett and Ian's employees. Because. I mean, I'm sorry. This is literally like. They would. Jeffrey Epstein. They would pay girls to get other girls. To trick them. Into being in the videos. Like, oh, my God. And we find out that Jason never made any videos, but he got to watch all of them because it was his his idea. idea, Which potentially makes him the worst. But I guess Garrett, like, he was like, there's no way Garrett could have, like, filmed them all by himself. And I don't know. Like, it's really funny. Jason thought maybe Ian, uh, Ian specifically was filming for other people. Like, he started to get the sense that maybe the videos weren't just for them. They were for others. Oh, so gross. And but Daddy Hastings is watching this entire thing go down in his car. Yeah. And he's bloody fuming. Bloody fuming. Um, so we're back at Arya and Ezra. Uh, no, sorry, just Ezra's apartment. And Arya's like getting ready to go and she needs a pair of socks, I think. Well, she's missing one sock. We did forget to mention that in the Arya Ezra scene, they're both fully barefoot <laughs> we forgot to mention or he purposely didn't and want he, to remember and like i i'm sorry if you're gonna have your actors barefoot i don't need their feet no perfectly framed so that no. i can see them. ezra's are more excusable i feel like he should be wearing socks but are, are, are no, like th- that was the decision that was made there was no reason we needed to, to see have her feet like sit that. like that and have the camera placed where it was and to have no socks on i mean diabolical have her fucking boots on but that also means that she when she got there she took her socks she took her shoes off and her socks off yeah ew if she was wearing socks well she had one sock on that's why she's looking she's looking for an extra sock she was gonna go in his sock drawer so she opens it up and she sees like a little bit of millions of dollars (laughs) i said a little bit of cash phoebe said millions of dollars a lot of money there's a lot of money her first glimpse was a little bit and she dug and then she saw probably not millions of dollars but a lot of money um and for some reason it's like she's seen a ghost it's like she opens it up well because she's like i'm sorry what happened to my poor boyfriend i really thought i could fix him i wanted (laughs) to help him he was like my little baby bird i had to feed him whatever she like goes in and tells the girls about this and asks if well it's normal for people to have that kind of money laying around and spencer is like so entranced by the menu at the apple rose girl that she's seen every day of her life for yeah. the past 17 years that she like is like well and if he was like a, a doomsday guy or all this stuff and then she she stops talking and she goes or a criminal <laughs> yeah that's it and aria aria's like criminal he must be. Um, so Hannah is back at the church. She's working on separating everything. and She's doing it by season. It's cute. It is. And Pastor Ted comes by to check on her. And he's like kind of digging to see if Ashley's going to be coming. Um, and Hannah realizes in this conversation that the church is having a party tonight. 
cotillion what okay but that really conflicts conflicts oh my god that <laughs> really conflicts with hannah's plan to have a lure to the church so now she's like really stressed out about it and to make matters worse her mom is going as pastor ted's date which hannah is not cool with. i don't get it he's such a nice guy i know i know i think hannah's just like so in her own shit right now yeah. like she's like she's, she's mad like at seeing everything. red so she like yes. nothing is gonna and it like I don't think she wants her mom to see her there tonight and be like, well, why are you here? And pretend, I don't know. Right. I don't yeah. know. But so that they're all going to like be there. Hannah's bringing, Hannah decides that the reason that she can't drive with her mom to the dance is because Toby is her date. Oh yes. 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 And she pulls that out of her ass. <laughs> like that. Like and she, Ashley's like, why would Spencer's boyfriend be your date? date <laughs> are you just Which trying to get very back at valid Caleb? question and then hannah says no there's just this creep who won't take no for an answer and i want toby to like put him in his place two things to say first of all sorry hannah but then also if this is like the goodbye dance does it really matter and then also ashley's like is this something i need to like be worried about and hannah goes oh no but it's enough that you need toby to go scare him off right but you know that's not true, right? Yeah. But I'm you saying first this is said, like, sorry, Hannah. Like, well, it's not. There's something to it's say a, sorry a bad about. Lie. Oh, okay. Well, I also am like, Ashley's like, should I be worried about this? Um, there is like a lot of shit you should have been worried about. <laughs> I don't know why suddenly, like, you want to be mom of the year. Sorry, I said it. Man. Sorry. Lately, you've not been on Team Ashley. Well, lately, she's been kind of slipping. And I loved last week when you went, or like, I don't know what episode it was. Whenever Ashley was talking to Ella and you were like, Ashley, don't think I forgot about <laughs> you and Byron. <laughs> Good. I fucking don't want her to think I forgot that. I don't forget anything. H- Hannah gives Emily a note, but I don't know where this address came from. It's Riverside and State, State Street. Yeah, I'm really. Ca- this is what I was like. What the fuck am I watching? I don't even know. what's. And then on. Emily ends up going there. We'll get more on that later. We don't talk about it too much right now. I have like a, a gazillion questions about this fucking church party. Okay. okay. First of all, so we've got Toby and Hannah walking in together. I guess I just, I, I don't think I've ever seen Hannah and Toby interact mm-hmm. like on a one-on-one level. And I can't imagine how painfully uncomfortable this must be. I don't understand why he's there. What does she need him there for? I think that just because she said she didn't want to drive with her mom, but like, who cares? You're going to like, I don't get it. I think it's like a decoy so that she can still do what she needs to do. Okay. I guess. But then it's like, isn't Toby aware of a, like, why not just tell him the same reason she didn't want to tell Caleb and Arya hasn't told Ezra. I just thought I, for some reason thought that Spencer like already went through that with Toby and now she's like, no. He's in on it. Okay, that's But I why. also am wondering why are why is everybody so dressed up? If it's a if y'all were all volunteering and this is like a thank you party, I feel like you would be in the clothes that you were volunteering in. I feel like this is like I feel like I've been taken back in time to like the twenties when people had like parties at their houses and like danced, like put on records and like slow danced. Mm-hmm. The slow dancing is also throwing me off. The way that they're dressed, the like whole vibe of the room, the whole setting. What like I don't understand. This is 
They say a few times this is a boring party. This is the most bizarre boring party I've ever watched happen. Really weird, really The weird. other weird thing is, okay, I was under the impression this whole time that Ashley Marin knew that Pastor Ted was a pastor. Yeah, you'd think. Okay. Why the fuck would you be going to a church party with a random guy? Like, Ashley Marin, and this like, is not your scene. Regardless of whether you know he it. was a pastor or not. He did tell you that he was the volunteer coordinator when y'all started this. You've known that he worked for the church. And that he's at least, like, involved. involved. Ashley makes a joke when they all get to the dance. Actually, she makes three jokes. No, just one, yeah. Where she says, why don't we find the adult drinks? And he was like, we're actually, we only have non-alcoholic stuff. And she said, well, maybe we can find a guy with a beard to turn water into wine. And he, like, laughs. Like an uncomfortable laugh. Will root beer be okay? And Ashley says, do you think it'll ferment if we let it sit long Oh, my God, drop it. The joke didn't land the first time, let alone the second, and for sure not the third. Literally drop it. Like, it was so kind of weird. And, like, I don't know. It's just not her scene. Like, I can't imagine her agree, like, going to this party as, like, this date. And, like, she must really like him. I guess. she clearly does. That becomes more evident as we go on. It's just so weird. But they're not the only people there. Officer Wilden is also there, which is weird. Someone tell me why. Why is he everywhere? Specifically here. I know. Like, there's there's literally no... I want one good reason why he's there. Well, I guess we do get the reason later. I guess. So, Emily goes to... Well, she found that diner at the address that whoever gave her the address, she goes. And she finds a diner. And she sits there. And she looks at the maze on the menu and she is transported back to the night that she blacked out. She has like a lot of memories coming back that are extremely detailed for someone that was so blacked out. She initially remembered nothing at all. Yeah. Like this one, she remembers like what the waitress said. Yeah. She remembers distinctly what they're, she, it's like, I feel like when you're having these memories come back, unless you know the person, like let's say I blacked out and I was with you But we were also at a diner. When these memories come back to me in flashes, if they do, I would probably remember your face, but I'm not going to remember the face of the waitress who was there. The fact that Emily is remembering people's faces, 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 what they said, like people's tattoos, even like so very intricate details. Emily, hears the waitress say you need to get her home. And then she sees this man, her grab this man's hand. And he has this weird symbol on his wrist. Yeah. Um, also, in case you were wondering, she does not complete the maze. <laughs> the the maze you? was unfinished. For the update? She Wait, so is Holden at the party? Or somewhere else? Okay. What the? Okay, so enter Holden. Holy shit. Well, wait. Sorry. We go back to the party. Toby makes this. He asks Hannah to point out who is making her uncomfortable. Oh, right. And that we, was her story. She picks maybe the most meek man in the whole place i'm like and toby keegan allen and his acting he makes this it's face so, it's painful he doesn't say a word he just like kind of brought it's it's like he's an animal when and he's like trying to like be i tough. have to tell you when i am looking for these clips to post in the reference photos it's really hard because you and i are talking about like a very specific <laughs> moments that's like It's like two seconds, Mm -hmm. just someone's facial expression. They're not saying a word. It is not a significant part of the story. And I need to go find like, and it's, you'd be surprised that it seems that we may be the only people that are like really picking up on these moments because they are very difficult to find sometimes. So when I do find this, 
it will be have been a challenge and i just want everyone to know um and so they're they're dancing or whatever and then um emily calls hannah and is like i'm on the way i'm starting to remember things from that night and at this point jason comes over to spencer's house also y'all we could be completely butchering this yeah so here's the deal I had a little scheduling snafu. Well, not even really. I just, we just ran out of time recording the episode earlier. So we watched it, watched the second part, and then we didn't record. So we're, and I took notes, but Phoebe has taken notes like maybe one time. That's not true. Out of our 60 episodes. There's some notes in my book. Um, Anyway, Jason walks in to Spencer's house. I guess she called him. And... Found oh he comes in because he realized April Rose isn't a person it's an antique shop which I think I knew right away how I don't know I just like knew that it wasn't gonna be a person oh I thought you meant specifically that it was an antique no I just shop. like I assumed it was gonna be like a store oh okay anyway I love the way that they make Spencer talk sometimes because he shows her this and Spencer goes okay you're driving, you're driving. I know. I, I literally had... Oh, that's so funny that we both noticed that because we did not speak Talk of it when it. we watched it. She wants it. to be Bonnie and Clyde with someone You're so driving. badly. Runs out of the house. <laughs> but if he was like, okay, I'm actually busy right now. Like, we <laughs> can't go right now. Um, And so they go and the scariest woman the in the United States What the fuck is happening America. in these... What, what are all these... Sto- okay, we live in Pennsylvania. Let me tell you, there are not that many weird-ass stores like this where there are just, like, women who have seen... millions of people's deaths like working the shop (laughs) oh my god that's like the vibe it is and she everywhere these people go i think she comes back well i would hope so because otherwise it's a very weird thing we walk into this antique store she's sitting behind the counter this woman old 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 has headphones on and it's just like smiling and says nothing and then like that's it then there's this old man in there that also works there i might be confusing her with do you remember, um, not the doll, not obviously not the doll lady. It was when. The bracelet lady? Yes, way back. Yeah. And then A came back and like paid her, right? Yeah. I feel like something similar happens with Well, this. I feel like it has to. Otherwise, I'm, I have a million and one questions about this. So they're looking for something. Jason says something that's so funny to me in the context of where they are. He says, are you holding anything for anybody? That's like the point of the store, basically. Yeah, true. Anyway, he says, yeah, half the store. And so they're kind of talking and then... They're right about to close. Spencer, they don't know what they're looking for, though. Spencer sees a bracelet on a mannequin and is instantly... Would you have noticed this? Um, If I were Spencer Hastings, probably. You know how they say that your conscious can only process like eight pieces of information at once? Yeah. But your subconscious processes like two million pieces of information? Really, for Spencer, it's reverse. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Her brain can process every bit of information it needs to. And so she saw that out of the corner of her eye and was immediately pulled to it. And it, we go to a flashback of her and Allie in her room. And Spencer's like... This scene... Oh, my God. Can I break this down? Yeah. We've got Allie in Come Fuck Me Heels. She is 14. They're, like, hanging out, having a girl's night. Now he's like, all right, well, see ya. Well, first she's putting on these stilettos and she's got an ankle bracelet on and Spencer's like, 
whoa, beautiful. Uh, Where did you get it? Or something. And she's like, none of your business. And she goes, it's so fun finding new places to wear jewelry. <laughs> Ew! Literally. Because you put an ankle. Guess what? That's not that new of a place to wear jewelry. It's called an Anglets anklet. have been around since girls have been going to the beach for vacation. <laughs> okay? Same with hair wraps. Same with inappropriate cornrows. They have been around. Oh, my Every God. white girl that's gone to the Bahamas with her family has a, come back with an anklet. Mm-hmm. And um, Spencer, like, wanted them to have, like, a movie night. Because I guess that was the plan. And Allie says that specifically the bracelet was a gift but not from one of her suitors and not from anyone like spencer knows and then when she leaves she's like i know someone who can get us fakes so that we can have a really fun summer and spencer's like you always do this like we have plans and then something better comes along and you go and she's like i'm trying to make sure we have the best summer ever sorry i'm on the clock (laughs) that's where spencer learned yeah, and literally. You never stop working. She's like, yeah. She's like, there's no such thing as great time, and Spence. Spencer's like, who are you going to see? And Allie says, you don't know her. And then winks and blows her a kiss. I would jump across the room and tackle my friend if she said that to me. I don't know her. Great. Now I'm walking you out to the car. <laughs> How dare you say that to me? I, I, You don't know her and you're not going to tell me her fucking name. You can't tell me her name. Literally. Allie, you weren't. I'm sorry, girl. You're 14. You're not that mysterious. I know she's mysterious now that she's dead. But when <laughs> you were alive, like, to be honest, if I were, like, my age and she was one of my voice students, I'd probably know every single thing about her life. Because <laughs> yeah. either she would tell me or it would be blatantly obvious. Yeah, that's so fair. If I teach you voice, I know everything about you. Instantly. Instantly. It's, like, it's just part of it. Anyway, um, so the bracelet that she sees in the antique store is that same, oh, sorry, anklet. Um, so they try to buy it. Spencer won't hold it which i'm like this is the first time she's ever cared about <laughs> whether or not her fingerprints have been on anything and it's so funny because she's holding it like sh- it's like wrapped in something basically and jason's like okay like how much for this and the guy's like gonna sell it to them and then he realizes like they're being kind of weird about it she's not even touching it he like looks back at headphone girl and he's like and i no can't tell you that there's no tags on it i, don't I can't tell you that that's I new i can't tell you that and then jason says <laughs> What if I give you a hundred dollars? Uh, and he's like, Whoa, huh. that's actually the price. Literally, the like, I'm sorry, if you're finding an antique bracelet in a store like that, that's not it. There are things in that store worth like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. One hundred dollars is not gonna be that enticing to this guy. He's like, Okay, two hundred. And then the guy's like, mm, okay. Well, no, I think he goes to four hundred. Yeah. He does. And then he buys it and they leave. And then we go back to the dance. And Emily has arrived. And immediately runs into Holden. As soon as she walks in, she runs into Holden. She says, says, oh, hey, Holden. Um, I don't feel like as casual as Emily did about that (laughs) encounter. I was like, oh, hey, Holden, where the fuck have you been? That's why I felt. He literally fell off the face of the earth after he figured out he was in like Taekwondo or whatever. And And now here he is just acting like nothing happened at all. And so he's like, you look weird. <laughs> Have a cupcake. He's being very annoying. The way he that he holds the cupcake, obviously. It's as if he wants us to notice something. Yeah. He holds the cupcake with his ri- It's in the palm of his hand. Yes. Which means that, like, you can't pick up a cupcake from a table like that. So like, he. Yeah. He picked he it up it and put it and placed it in the palm of his hand. And he sticks out his arm and we see on his wrist the same tattoo that Emily remembers 
the guy having in her memory. But it's not a tattoo. Emily says, is that a tattoo? And then he wipes it off. Yeah. It's just a stamp. From like a secret society. He was like, it's not really like a club. It's like, um, it's a party that changes venues. Like, okay, gossip. This is not gossip, girl. You are in Rosewood, Pennsylvania. You are not in New York City. You're no. not even in Philadelphia. <laughs> And but that means like technically anyone who's in that secret society could have it. So it doesn't necessarily mean it was held in. But she does flash back again and we see like the back of his head and it looks like it is held in, I think. But he says, I think I used to see your girlfriend at those parties. Yeah. Pro- uh, meaning Maya. <laughs> Which I thought Allie at first and then like she digs and it seems that it was Maya. Yeah. But that didn't look like Maya in the flashback. I don't think it is. Okay, so it's Holden. Yeah, but I think that she's just seeing that, like... What a weird night she had. For real. Jenna, Holden, Allison's dead body. Like, (laughs) kind of... It got weirder. Meeting important people. And (coughs) and then... So... Wilden... Well, did we ever talk about Ashley finding out that he's a pastor? She's asking him to hang out on Sundays. They, like, finally get away to chat. And she's like, oh, like, we should do this on Sunday. And he's like, oh, I'm busy Sunday. She's like, okay, next Sunday. He's like, yeah, that's the thing, like, sort of like every Sunday I'm busy. And she's like, uh. he's like, I kind of thought Hannah told you I'm a pastor. And it's as if he told Ashley that he's, he's a, a serial killer. killer. Yeah. She's like, uh. <laughs> she thinks starts panicking. And because she made those jokes, she's embarrassed. She, like, runs to Hannah. And she's like, why didn't you tell me? And it turns out Hannah didn't know either somehow. Which is less shocking, but still. Um, and <laughs> he then for it, sure like introduced himself to all the volunteers as like the associate pastor. Pastor ta- and yeah. Hannah was just like, <laughs> and for Ashley, like it doesn't seem like it's a deal breaker, but she's just she's afraid that she will be a deal deal breaker. Yeah, to him, which she did make a lot. I'm sorry, she made a lot of jokes about the drinking. Yeah, and then it's like a little bit too much. So she goes up to Hannah and pulls her away from Toby, who they're now dancing with each other, and Toby was like, Toby's "Why am I really on, here?" Yeah. Is it about Caleb? And she was like, kind of, but like not really. And then Ashley takes Hannah away and then Toby calls Spencer and Caroline can explain the phone call. It's very funny. She doesn't answer. So he leaves the voicemail and he's like, I'm at the party, whatever. And then he goes, and I need to know why you and Hannah both lied to me. I don't, I don't know. I can't do the reading because I didn't just hear it, but it's like very melodramatic. This guy, this man was meant for soap operas. He was. He truly was. Spencer didn't get the message because she was delivering the evidence to the police station with Jason. She walks out, listens to the call from Toby, where if I'm sorry, if Anthony left me a voicemail like that, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I need to call him right now because like he's upset with me. She's immediately like, <laughs> puts it back in her pocket. She's like, so Jason. Um, and then she goes back home and finds out that Garrett's going to be released. Basically, like that last piece of evidence completely absolved him because there, there was blood s- on it yeah and it wasn't his none of but his. backtracking ashley and hannah talk and ashley's like i made all those jokes and i have wore a dress with cleavage and hannah's basically like hey mom you like your wine that's basically a turtleneck and whatever yeah and then she goes back in and is like trying to i don't know what was you feel the vibe with ted they start dancing well wilden comes up and yeah. it's like, ew, this is so he's weird. He's so gross. He's acting like, <laughs> per, like 
Like almost like he like he's acting the way like I would expect Tom Marin to act. Yes. Like he lays any claim to this woman. You know? It's like how Paige acts. Yes. Yes. Ex- like very, very entitled. He comes up and he's like, oh, Ashley and I like, you know, we know each other. And but like he, ma- he kind of makes it clear like there is some history there. Even yeah. Though she kind of tries to hide it. Exactly. Um, it's clearly like some some form of intimidation. But so Hannah now is going into the church. It's like the time to meet A. This little montage we get at the church right before this all happens. There is like a Gregorian chant going on in the back. And then these these like tilted silhouette frames of all the statues and the windows in the church. They want us to be scared. And then there's... <laughs> they want us to be scared. There's a little clip of a door opening and all of the candles going out. Yes. And it's pitch black in there. But I'm also like, Hannah, we could have maybe like thought about her outfit a little bit more because she's literally wearing yellow white and her hair is like shining in the moonlight. Like she's so visible. It's hilarious. So she's crawling under the pews, like waiting. And we hear somebody enter the church and they get closer and closer and closer. And finally, we see that it is Detective Wilden meeting Hannah. She's like the last fuck. I'd rather see A, honestly. (laughs) And he holds out the note that they put in Garrett's mom's like on her wrist and he's like, you know, what are you trying to do here? Why are you trying to help Garrett? Does this have something to, like, you guys all pinned this on Ian? And now, like, what? Like, he's trying to kind of get to the bottom of it. Definitely being his usual intimidating self. Um, and Hannah, Hannah, because she's a bad bitch, she's like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Bye. And, like, <laughs> just leaves. But so the plan is kind of foiled. But it begs the question, like, is Wilden involved with the A-team? Or does he just have this note because and of And also, why is? does he want Garrett to be guilty so bad yeah what is he hiding seriously and so going back to spencer when she finds out this news from her father that they've been searching for this bracelet for since ali died yeah they were like we've been searching for it for two years spencer found it in five minutes (laughs) she's like uh yeah she's like well it's literally just at the antique shop (laughs) did anyone like you none of you went there (laughs) classic (laughs) i have to think of everything this is is an amateur hour literally i'm here to solve this murder (laughs) and she hears the news that Garrett's going to be let off for Allie's murder. I don't think she, he's getting let off for Maya's murder. No, yet. he's still. But yeah. for Allie, he is. <laughs> Peter acts as if this wouldn't be like insane news to hear. Yeah. As the this best be friend. This would be breaking news for like the whole town of Rosewood. But especially your Spencer, daughter. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to take you to school. And then she walks upstairs, slams the door shut. This is. Uh, the amount of times in high school I did exactly this <laughs> of walking up the stairs, shutting the door, walking up with your shoulders like <laughs> tense to your bed and then putting your hands like turning around, putting your hands on your bed and being just trying to hold in the tears for a second. And then you can't. <laughs> and, then and then you, you take your pillow. Flip your body around. <laughs> you take the pillow and you just scream as and loud do it. as you can. Oh, my God. Spencer is weeping. And then she sits on the floor and she's about to call someone. I don't know who. No. And she gets a text from A that says, I'll give you a hint, Spence. Garrett's not the... Garrett is not their killers. Yeah. So referencing Maya and Allie? Yeah, I think so. And then our A scene is... A is looking for an apartment. Go for her. House hunting. That's basically it. Giving a nice little phone call. Classic. That's the up. (laughs) Y'all... Who knows what we missed? Who knows what we what we embellished? Who knows? But also, who fucking cares? You guys are with us for for all of it. You signed up for this. 
Yeah. When you became road warriors, when you signed the book to become a road warrior, you signed up for this, which is chaos, which is we're unreliable narrators and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's not our job. Look, <laughs> if you wanted an expert, you should have fucking listened to a National Geographic podcast. If you want to hear facts. <laughs> we're not here to deliver facts. No. I am an opinion bitch. I'm an opinion bitch. <laughs> We're not here for facts. There's a difference between being an opinionated bitch and being an opinion bitch. An opinionated bitch is like, I don't shut the fuck up about my feelings. You always know about it. And I'm like kind of nasty about it. An opinion bitch is just someone who solely operates on opinions. Never facts. I don't need the facts. Like if I have them and my opinions come from facts, great. But that's not mandatory. No. I can, I can have an opinion on literally anything. anything. <laughs> Name something. I'll give you an opinion. Um, Grass. Grass? Okay, first of all, little bit like show offy, little bit trying too hard, little bit trying to make themselves more important than they are. Because they're just li- little bits of grass that are everywhere. Like grass is not that like cool or interesting or unusual. And yet it thinks it can be big and bad and give everybody all these kind of fucking allergies. It, it has this kind of power over me. It's, it's called overcompensating. Nice. That's my opinion on grass. Overcompensating. Okay. Well, do you want to hear something insane? I'll leave you on this. I'll leave you with this note. Yeah. Went to Costco Friday. Yes. The Great American Experience. And Anthony saw a bag of... Um, by the way, Costco is not really where you go to try things unless they're the samples. Right. You go to Costco for things you already know you like that you want in Because bulk. you have to buy 50 of yeah, whatever you like buy. Yeah, like Costco, you don't go to Costco to save money in the moment. Mm-mm. It's You're playing the long game if you go there. Like, yeah. I'm going to go there and I'm going to buy like 500 dollars worth of things no like 500 paper towels towels. i'm not gonna like yeah i could go to the store and buy six but now i don't i'll get the deal in the long run whatever so we go to costco he sees this bag of doritos that are hot mustard flavored Ew, which sounds like fucking disgusting and he like puts it in the cart and i was like babe like i'm sorry and kelly was like okay when we get to the front anthony you get to choose three things (laughs) from the cart and we'll keep those (laughs) i did have a giant squishmallow in the car so that at that moment i didn't have room to talk so i did take it out (laughs) um although it was a really good deal i do want to say but um he left them in there and i was like babe why don't we go to the store the normal store and buy like a smaller bag so that we're not beholden to this enormous bag of hot mustard flavored doritos if we don't like them and he he wouldn't he wouldn't hear that so we have a bag of hot mustard doritos in this house that is like comically large Hmm. and it hasn't even been touched yet interesting so anyway um okay guys well that's the app oh do i need to read the synopsis is we didn't talk about a he said she said i love that song maybe i can see you talking like that oh. can you i think like truly when i hear like that, that song and also when you watch the music video you want to dance well yeah always he said. why were they playing that on the disney channel oh because it's a little bit sexy yeah you didn't talk about a he said she said <laughs> He's happy Ashley Tisdale, go she on was tour. Tr- she was go on working tour. hard, I'll say it. Go on tour. What's with the TV being finicky? Hello, just do your job. HBO Max. TVs have one job, and when they choose not to do it, it's really frustrating to some of us. <laughs> some of us have shorter tempers than others. What? So for some of us, it's frustrating. For some of us who have longer tempers, maybe it's not. Mm. I didn't say that was the American experience. I said it's mine. <laughs> out of What's the, up? What's up, of, television? Like, do the back arrow. I did. 
before you started. I <laughs> Out of the two of us, me and Caroline, who's who do you funnier? Think, who who's do you crazier? <laughs> who's smarter? Who do you think? Who <laughs> would you trust to watch your animals? <laughs> who do you think has the shorter or longer uh, temper? It's pretty obvious. You like literally fly off the handle at any little thing. <laughs> Everyone's always like, be careful around Phoebe. She's very volatile. All right. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with the next episode being called crazy. Oh, being called crazy. And oh. they didn't even capitalize the A. They didn't because they said speaks for itself. Crazy, crazy. by Patsy Klein. Actually, crazy. I know. I know who's in my dream blunt rotation for next week. I can already already feel Patsy it. Klein. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay, cool. Cool. With new key evidence in Allison's murder case, Hannah fears that A may be framing her after a visit from Detective Wilden. With paranoia setting in, Aria decides that she has to turn to Mona for answers if she's going to help Hannah. This is going to be a bombshell of an episode. No wonder it's called crazy. No wonder it's called cray cray. Ari- Aria and Mona building a house of cards. You know what they say about a house of cards. Better not blow it down. Yeah. <laughs> what do they say about it? I think something like that. Could fall down. <laughs> cards aren't very isn't, heavy. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that one of the things in Firework by Katy Perry? Do you ever feel like a house of cards? One blow from caving in. Do you ever feel like a house of cards? Like... One blow from caving in. But there's another line, like line before that. Do you ever feel like a house of cards? Da 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 da. Blow. What is it? Caving in. It's got to rhyme with caving in. Yeah. A paper thin. Do you ever feel already paper thin like a house yes. of cards? One blow from caving in. There we go. That was called teamwork. Yeah. That was called teamwork, and we love it, and we let them make the dream work. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> All right. I want to be so a DJ. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, thank you guys so much for <laughs> listening to this episode. We love, love, love you so much. And um, don't forget to subscribe and all that. And um, we love you. And um, goodbye. 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 And, and we'll see you next week. And, and splat. splat.